Welcome to the Vinny Rock Podcast. Podcast. I took the blows and did it my way. It's time. The Vinny Rock Podcast. What'd you do if I sang out a tune? Would you stand up and walk out on me? Hey, what's up? It's the Vinny Rock Podcast. Um, shit, before we get started, man, you guys already know my fascination with fucking Bigfoot. Well, I was able to get my boy, Russell Cord, on the podcast today. It's fucking exciting. You guys are going to love it. Before we get to that, obviously, we need to hit the sponsors. My main man sponsor, the one I fucking love and I use every fucking week, is Core Medical Group. Go check out Core Medical Group. They're a testosterone replacement facility, a hormone replacement center. It's all depending on what your blood work says. These guys are trusted. They're really cool. They can send it directly to your house anywhere in the fucking United States. Hit them up. Let them know I sent you. Go get your blood work done. And let's see how we can change your life forever. I promise you, this is not a fucking gimmick. This is not a joke. I'm on it myself. I love it. Uh, the only reason I'm still out of shape is because I have an eating issue and a back issue. <laughs> it's not a, It's not a, like a, it's not a miracle pill. You know, you take your testosterone. You got to still eat good. You just got to go work out. But you know what? I'll tell you this. I feel good. My sex life works. She's pregnant. Bing, bang, boom. Go check it out. Core Medical Group, check them out. Let them know I sent you. Beyond Clothing, that outdoor expeditionary clothing, you know what I'm saying? You guys can go get a discount if you use my promo code. They're freaking awesome. Uh, I think their photography's cool. I've been trying to get you know in some of their marketing shots because I just think they'd make me look like a badass. It's, it's snowing here in fucking Salt Lake City, and there's a couple jackets over there that I think I need. Ooh, that one looks nice. Either way, you guys go check out Beyond Clothing, beyond.clothing on Instagram so you guys can go check out the pictures and then you can see what I'm talking about. Beyondclothing.com. Use Rocco as your promo code of choice. Bing, bang, boom. Willie Peach Chocolate. This guy makes chocolates out of his fucking house. I mean, I don't know how... I, that to me in itself is fucking exciting. Also, chocolates that my kids can enjoy, that I can enjoy, and that people that like super hot stuff can enjoy because I don't touch that shit. It gives me heartburn. But check out Willie Peach Chocolates. This guy is homegrown, does it on his own. I love it. I respect him. Veteran-owned. Go support your veteran-owned businesses. Hit him up, WillyPeachChocolates.com. GMR Gold, the bullion box, the monthly subscription of precious metals and silvers to your fucking doorstep. Yeah, I'll take that. I'll take two. Hit him up, GMR Gold. Use that promo code Rocco and get yourself a discount. Ranger Up. It's your patriotic all-around fucking badass shirts. I personally enjoy their sunglasses and as well as their uh, jujitsu and wrestling gear because my kids wrestle. I'm working in the jujitsu phase. Man, I've been doing jujitsu for a long fucking time. I need to fucking start actually doing something with this shit. Either way, go check out Ranger Up. Use that promo code Rocco. You get yourself a discount. Aircraft maintainer. I love these guys because look, you can help a veteran get out and get paid more. You can help a service member get out and get paid more by going and get your certifications of a job that you already do. This is specific to you, those of you who have a job in the aircraft maintaining field, anywhere in the military, Air Force, Navy, Marines, Army. If you have a aircraft maintaining certification of some sort, 
If you work on an airplane in the military or a helicopter, this might be for you. Go check out aircraftmaintainer.com. They can get you certified in several different certifications that'll get you paid more in the civilian world. Why wouldn't you do that? It doesn't make sense to me. Go check it out. Aircraftmaintainer.com. Go check out all my sponsors. Go check out the companies I own. Like, uh, yeah, Lead Slingers Whiskey. We have beer now. Lead Slingers Brewing is brewing beer. If you're in Oklahoma, you can get it first. We're still trying to get it out to the rest of the states. Oh, yeah, I have a barbershop in Salt Lake City. Go check that out. I got a new book. I forgot to say that. Uh, it's called Sugar Man. It's on Amazon. Go check out the Kindle. I'm trying to get the... Um, the paperback, I keep having trouble with the fucking art of the cover. They're, they keep rejecting it. Either way, go check out Sugar Man. Me and a good buddy named Jez, we freaking, we did this shit, and I love them, so check it out. I love you guys. Here's the podcast. Get ready for that Bigfoot, baby. What's up? What's up? Welcome to the Vinnie Rock Podcast. Russell Accord, how are you doing, bud? Oh, man, doing great. Doing Good to see you, man. Uh, that Well, it's good to see you again, dude. We just well, we just saw each other a couple months ago, right? Yeah, yeah. Fuck. Well, dude, you guys listening, everyone listening, Russ is uh, – actually, Russ came to me by another guy on, uh, on a page of mine who listened to the podcast. I did a podcast on Bigfoot, and it was actually kind of like – I've had two or three podcasts. Russ, I mean, you probably haven't heard them yet, but I did these podcasts called – strange things and okay. i invite guys onto the podcast and they talk about these strange things two of my guests talked about a bigfoot experience and so pretty cool experiences actually one is a, a footprint that he he was a cameraman and he was working on one of these shows where like they're out in the middle of nowhere and it's him the talent and, a, and a, an assistant and they went to go scout a new location and when they got back to their boat there was a fresh there was two fresh sign tracks and he took a picture of him. He was like, bro, it was the scariest fucking thing. Cause in the middle of nowhere, super fucking cold outside. I mean, it was somewhere in like the 12, 10 degrees out there and Ooh. no one in sight. And all of a sudden these two fresh tracks there. So he takes a picture of it and he was scared to show me. And he eventually showed me, and I was like, Whoa, dude, these look really good. Right. Like, so it threw me, I was like, man, so this, this story got better. He ended up going into the town and it was one of those things. It's one of those towns where they don't talk about it. They have a name for it, but just don't talk about it because I mean, they believe it exists uh, almost have like a, you know, it protects the land almost thing. Right. Yeah, sure. And then my other buddy who lives here in town here in, in, in Salt Lake in which we've had some reported sightings within a couple hours of here. Provo had a few. He said that he was coming home on a rainy night one day and, and he lives up in the hills and he swore on everything. And this is someone who, I mean, he's a trusted radio DJ. He's a, just a good Christian man. All of these things like you're like, okay. I mean, I have to believe this guy's story because I, I, there's, there's no reason why not to. He's not a crazy fucking person. And so, you know, then I started digging deeper and I'm like, oh. man, I've been tracking fucking dudes for, for years while I was in the border patrol. I feel really confident about going out there. And so I want to find some time to actually go out there and just like see for myself. Who Let the hell knows? You. Let me oh, take I you. Oh, I'm, yeah. I'm gonna. So before we get there, so then a guy on social media reaches out to me and goes, dude, I know Russell Cord. I was like, okay. He goes, let me connect you with him. He was a veteran. I was like, okay. And then boom, that's how we started talking. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, so people listening, Russ also helps manage the, the gentleman who had the first most well-known recorded documentation of a Bigfoot, correct? Correct. And, and Bob what's Gimlin. The, Bob Gimlin. And, and the history behind that is, what do they call that, that recording? The Patterson-Gimlin film. 
the Patterson right. Gimlin film. Right. Yeah. And so that's where we started talking. And then the conversation goes, and now you have a TV show on and, and what channel is it on? And what is it called again? Travel channels, Expedition Bigfoot. There it is, man. Yeah, right there. Dude, Crazy, huh? Wild how it all it all comes together now, dude. But you know, I've been doing the podcast now for almost two, almost three years, and it's cool to finally one us to connect, and then two, now we're having a podcast. Oh, that is that, that's kind of fun. Yeah, dude. So tell me, how did you get into the pod? And, and, excuse me, how did you get into the Bigfoot world? Uh, same as everybody else. I saw that same video you're referring to, the Patterson-Gimlin film. The uh, the way it walked in the river bottom, the way it, it did that constant motion across the cobblestone, turned its head and kept walking. If you're in a costume, you can't do that. You get, you're looking down through the eye holes and you're trying to get your footing. This thing was flawless, smooth, just walked across the river bottom. So it was very compelling evidence. Yeah. And you've told me that, I mean, and, and I can say as well, I don't think I've ever seen since then... Any kind of footage that I can say is like, whoa, that convincing. There's tons of stuff out there. There's little blurs on the screens. There's there's a lot of fabricated stuff, right? People just making things because obviously the attention behind someone finding a Bigfoot. And so, so there, but there's nothing, there's been nothing since that fucking one fucking catch. Nothing that compelling, no. And, and you're right. There's a lot of uh, people will put something together hoping that they'll get some attention on a Facebook crowd or whatever, and it just kills people that are legitimate, serious researchers. Yeah. It, it makes it – it just contaminates the pond, so to speak. Well, well that's what it is. Like, there's there's a honest and legitimate research behind this. And then there's the the hoke, the, the gimmick side of it as well. You yep. know, and, and I think there's been so much gimmick – like, like someone like my wife, who's just so far from, is like, I don't believe it. And then I took her to meet you and I said, Mama, now does he look crazy? And she's like, no. And I was like, exactly. This is why it makes it more interesting to me because you think the people that research Bigfoots are like, oh, yeah, those are just crazy people. You know what I mean? And then you start meeting me like, no, that's a normal person that has his own experience. And why now they're completely like involved in researching and learning and everything else, you know? And so that's what makes it even more interesting to me. Cause I can't tell you, I believe in it, but I can't tell you, I don't believe in it. Right. Yep. Exactly. exactly. Yeah. And, th- and that's how you feel as well. Yeah. I've, I've, I've seen a lot of evidence, like you're talking about footprints, uh, yeah. the vocalizations, the, the weird stuff in the mountains, but I've never seen, a fur-bearing animal literally doing those things, making those footprints and, and yeah. making the sounds. So until I've got connective tissue between seeing and the action of what I'm you know, finding, then I won't put it together. I believe in the possibility. Yeah. 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 And so what is it about that's so attractive to you about it? That like, you, I mean, your, your life is, is involved in this. This is what your life is now. Yeah, it's it's um, it's that mystery, you know. You, everybody wants to have that cold case file closed. I want to yeah. know, but people say, "Well, prove to me it's real." Well, I the other side is prove to me it's not. Right. Yeah. Well, well, you know, there's all those questions out there, and I'm sure you don't even have answers for half these. But it's like, we've never really found, you know, the skeletons of one. Right. Have you seen? Uh, I, I've I've been in the woods most of my life. Yeah. And I've never found a skeleton of a grizzly bear. I've never found the skeleton of a mountain lion. And just like animals, pets, your own pets are going to yeah. climb out of the porch. If they know they're dying, they're going to climb into the deepest, darkest spot possible and just let themselves pass over. They don't yeah. do it out in the broad open. And I think maybe that could be 
some of it. The other part is maybe they're very much like us. Maybe they bury their own. Yeah. I mean, they're, they're theories. I don't know for sure. I'm just falling yeah. Yeah. Crazy. So how many episodes of your show has, has aired? Only one right now, right? Only one episode. We've got seven more to go. Seven more to go. Yeah. And, and how, was the, how was the reviews on everyone excited about it? We got a lot of views. It was, yeah, it was really good. You, you have your, your people that are saying, ah, that's Of course. That, of course. That, but you know what? Even if they're negative, they're still watching. Yeah. No, yeah. there's something, man, you know, it's funny. Ten years ago, I don't think you could find all this Bigfoot research out there and then now there's like 10 different shows in, in the past like six years of of some kind of research of of something there's a gentleman out there that has like these pictures that are re- pretty recent what's what's his name he has these pictures of like it looks like a bigfoot's face looking through through uh todd standing todd standing that guy so <laughs> i googled that guy right and not talking bad about anything i don't want to bring up anything but that guy's um Pictures have caused crazy commotion in my research. I'm just looking into it. <sighs> Next I... subject. Yeah, okay. <laughs> <laughs> so tell me, man, while filming the show, I mean, you, 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 obviously you can't say, but I mean, there's some, been some awesome stuff that you guys yep. have come across. Yeah. Uh, let me just, I'm going to just throw this out there because I know yeah. I, I uh, because it's going to come to question anyway. I when I got picked for the show, they said, "Hey, do you do vocalizations? You go out on the side of the forest and holler, or do you do tree knocks? Do you do all these things?" And I said, "No, I do not do vocalizations. I don't do tree knocks. I am a quiet stealth mode. I'm a soldier. I like being quiet and just doing my thing. Go embed yourself, get deeper and deeper, and just see what I find." And they said, "Would you consider doing a vocalization?" I said, "Absolutely not." And that was it. Could have been, and I'm going to be that way. I'm going to be yeah. me. Yeah, it could have been a deal breaker, but he said, nope, I want you to be authentic. Do what you do and don't let anybody ask you to do something you wouldn't normally do. Yeah. So what I do, what I find, what I see, my methods of research are exactly how I do it. It's one thing I have to say about Travel Channel and I appreciate so much is they let me be authentic. That's good. So what we find, we find some interesting things, as you see in the next few episodes, and they're legitimate finds. They're, they're things that whether... Whether I can explain it or not, yeah. If I can't explain it, cool. I'm good with that. Yeah. But it's it it makes for a very interesting show. I mean, you have a lot of experience out there in the field from your military training, correct? Yeah. I yeah. mean, just doing that—that's really, really where you've gotten a lot of your, I guess, survival skills and out, outdoor skills, and and so being out there in the middle of nowhere and just kind of—it's almost, almost like a, a you know setting up a security position, right? And just yeah. sitting and, and gathering intel is LPLP. pretty much what you do. LPLP, there you go. <laughs> uh, yeah, and I mean, for me, that's one of the reasons why I think I was picked is because they said, you know, can do you have a problem going out remote and being there for a week or two at a time? And I said, no, let please let me do that. Yeah. So they'll bring a camera guy. One camera is with me, and nobody else. I don't have the the lights, the camera, the the microphones, all that. We're out there roughing it. The guy that is actually with me is ex-military, and he nice. he gets it. And he knows that when I want to go stealth, he goes stealth. And That's we, good. Walk, we move in the night. I have the PVS sevens. We both nice. put them on and we roll. So it's it's just it feels very familiar to me. <laughs> just like patrolling. And <laughs> I know. Yeah, that's so cool. I Dude, can't wait to take you out. Oh man, I, seriously. 
you know, there's two areas out here that have supposedly had sightings, and it's the Provo area and then yep. on the Ogden area as well. Ogden. Um, I've heard about Ogden. Yeah, and there's there's a there's a, a guy out here I've been trying to get a hold of. I think they, they call him like something like Utah Sasquatch. I think is what is his name uh, on social media. Is Nathan Rio. Yep. Yep. See. Yeah, <laughs> that's world. it. Small that's world. so crazy. Yeah. So I've messaged him, and I think he thought I was kind of throw a hoax or something like that. Right. right. As an as idiot, I'd love to have you on the podcast, ask us just a bunch of questions. I'd even love to go out there with you and film it. And yeah. he just kind of never got back to me, but I'm sure he gets, you know, in this world of this, this is like people are going to troll you sometimes and, and you just don't know who's genuine, who's not. So right. maybe you can put in a good word for me because I'd love to have him on the podcast as well sometime. Yeah. We'll talk about that offline. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> but yeah, dude, I would love to go out there with you. Let me ask you, man, what was it the first time you got just into the, when you decided like, this is going to be your thing? What was it? What, what, what drew you in just that, that, that video, but like, there's gotta be more. Did you go out there? Did you maybe see something? I don't think I have it here. I, I wanted to, uh, I should have been more prepared. I have a, I was living in the Bitterroot mountains of Montana. Yeah. Four, 14 years old. I got my hunting license. So I was able to carry my 308 and head to the tree line. But we always spent time in the woods. That was yeah. just what we did. The Bitterroot Journal came out with an article about a Bigfoot sighting. And I was already hooked. My dad yeah. used to say, hey, I don't want to talk about that. That's nonsense. And I, But me, even though I couldn't talk about it, it was still cruising through here. So once I was allowed to go hunting, I spent many, many weeks out in the woods at a, you know, on end because yeah. I wanted to be out there. I'd go fishing and eat from the land yeah. and just stay. And I was always hunting and dad would say, well, you know, did you see any game? Oh yeah. I saw a couple of deer and elk, but I was looking for it. <laughs> and I'm like, well, wait, I can't talk about it. It was, uh, I was at 14 years old. I started writing my first book. Yeah. No kidding. You, actually, you gave my, 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 my daughter, my sons a, a copy of your book. Oh yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yep. That artwork that's on the front of that book was done by a classmate in, I think the late seventies. Pam McKee, she's my artist. Yeah. And she drew that picture in the late 70s. Crazy. I, I knew what I wanted, and I described to her. I said, this is what I think I'm looking for. And we just we argued like a couple of you know siblings. No, I don't want the nose to look like that. It's got to look like this. And it was back and forth. But she gave me what I wanted. Yeah. And I've not been able to get off that crazy train since. That's crazy. Your wife, your wife said I don't look crazy, and you've done Border Patrol. Don't you recognize crazy when you see it? <laughs> well, you know, because she's such a skeptic about everything. And yeah. and I was like, babe, I tell you, she thinks I'm an idiot for talking about, like, I want to go search for him. She goes, you're not going out there because you might find him. <laughs> but she, she also, like, she doesn't believe in it, right? So I'm always trying to convince her. So I thought I wanted to see you. She was like, oh, my goodness. Is, how is this going to turn out, right? She's, like, right. nervous already, right? <laughs> and so then after she's, no, he's really cool. It's like, yeah, I told you. He's normal. Like, what do you mean? So it was just this really cool thing for me to be able to meet you and actually get to talk some Bigfoot stuff because yeah. it is interesting to me, dude. It is genuinely an interesting thing. And I think part of it's the the scariness of it, you know what I mean? Yep. And, like, man, the, the unknown. And it was, like, I was, since I was young, bro, I'll say this. I was in fucking... 
shit, elementary, and I'm in the library looking at books on the Loch Ness Monster, uh, yeah. Bigfoot, right. ghost stories, the Bermuda Lost Triangle. Man. Dude, yeah. yes. So all these little like mysterious shit always fucked with my head, dude. I always thought it was very interesting shit. So I've always kind of been in the space of like, damn, that's interesting. And I would love to see more about that shit, right? Like the Bermuda Triangle for me for years, I've always been like, man, what a weird ass fucking concept of that oh, shit. Yeah. Yeah. My son the other day said, dad, I want to go see about the Bermuda Triangle. I was like, whoa, dude, you're at the same age I was when I got into it, dude. Oh, man. Yeah. Uh, so it's pretty cool. But the Bigfoot thing to me is like crazy interesting. And it's cool because my circle is kind of getting smaller where people are starting to hit, hit me up more about it. And then right. now that we're talking about it, man, tell me, is there is there an experience that you've had out there that even sparked even more? Like you being out there, was there something like finding something personally or anything like that haven't happened yet or you're still like waiting? Or maybe you can't mention because of the show, whatever the case. No, I'll, I'll, I'll mention something that happened to me that's not even show related. Um, I was actually in uh, uh, Lake Como area in the Bitterroot Mountains of Montana. Yeah, and if you know how steep the terrain is, it just drops straight off and comes up, and you're you're looking across, and it's a mile away, but it's a couple miles to get there because it's yeah. so. Much. And the terrain is just badass, cliffs, rocks. I mean, it's just perfect. I love that country. But I saw something that moved, and for lack of a better term, and you'll get this, it looked like a guy picking his way across a rock slide in a freaking ghillie suit. Damn. Now, where I was, I was 16 miles from the nearest county road. I'd gone over Kootenai Mountain and back behind Lake Como. And it's not where there's trails, there's trailheads, and you're still miles and miles and miles away from the Selway area. Yeah. So there's, I, was, I was seriously 16 miles away from the nearest human that I knew of, and the terrain was just nasty. And looking across... It was so far away, and I watched this thing pick its way across, and the hair was long, and it looked like a man in a ghillie. Crazy. Once it got in the in the forest, never saw it again. It vanished, <laughs> but it had to cover that open-faced rock slide, and it was gray like the rocks. It it blended so well, it was just creepy. But, so in your in your first initial thought is like, I mean, because you're military, you say, oh, a ghillie suit. But at the same time, you're like, oh, is this a Bigfoot of some sort? Is that is it? Jesus. It was, and from that far away, I couldn't tell if it was a tall guy, a short guy, yeah. anything. It was just so hard to see. And I'm looking through my binoculars at this thing. Yeah. And it was using its hands and its feet, uh, traversing around the rocks like you and I would, but with a ghillie. And I thought, that that's a really strange place in the middle of summer to be in a hot-ass ghillie suit. Do, does it make you feel nervous? Like, do you have, like, feeling like... Almost scared, like, shit, what the hell is that? I wasn't nervous. My adrenaline was pumping. I'm thinking, you know, this is some tough terrain, but I bet I could run all the way down and run up. <laughs> <laughs> I was excited. Uh, you know that mindset where we think that we can do anything. Yeah. And, we, and we're fearless when it comes to things like that. As a kid, though, the Mothman scared the crap out of me. That's a scary one. Nothing yeah. big and scary that can fly down, grab you, yeah. and snatch you away. I'm thinking, eh, I'm out. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. The Bigfoot never scared me. For some reason, it never scared me. Is there a part of you that wants to be the guy that actually catches one 
is it, you know what I mean? Or and I say catch is like, is that really what anyone wants to, you know what I mean? Like the fear of all that to me, it's, it's, you know what I mean? It's gotta be interesting. It's like, so like, you know, when we're overseas, I, yeah. I definitely wanted to be the guy on the mission that fucking killed Bin Laden, right? You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. you know what I mean? Like, you think these things. I, I kind of visualize. Yeah. Yeah. I visualize these things. Yeah. And so, like, you know, those are things I've always thought of, you know? And I'm thinking, like, man, when you're out there, like, is that is that part of a kind of a goal to be the guy that maybe finds significant evidence that puts you apart from everyone else saying, look, I was out there and I found this? I don't think you'll find a, a researcher alive that doesn't want to be that guy. Yeah. You know, I, I got asked on an interview, you know, what would you do if you had a face-to-face and it, you were just that close? What would you do? And, and I'm thinking, okay, from what I understand it to be, it's a big, massive thing. It's not. It's like me trying to wrestle you to the ground. I'm not going to yeah. grab grab this thing and say, you're coming with me. Yeah. And that's that's going to end poorly for me. Right. And my, my response, and I've actually thought this out, is funny, but if I ever have a face-to-face to where I'm that close to something, I'm not going to try to wrestle it to the ground. I'm not going to try to fight it. I'm going to grab a handful of chest hair and try to get a selfie with it. So I have the DNA, and I'm going to get a selfie if I can, get any yeah. kind of uh, photograph I can. But Well, dude, how massive they're projecting one of these to be. I mean, you're, you're dead if one swoop of a hand, right? If they want right. to smack the shit out of you, good night. You know what I mean? Right. And, and it's just whether, they're, whether they are aggressive or not, there's no right. one to say, right? You just don't know. But there anything... Is- in, in the reality of everything is something is that massive at any point if he feels threatened you're you're fucked you know and right. so and, and for no other reason just safety of their own being and kind sure but the crazy thing is like to think what if you do apprehend one or or, or i guess track one down to the point where you actually now see okay oh, here's where they bed down what's the plan because in the wrong hands now all of a sudden this is a science experiment yeah yeah. Right. And so this it's this interesting thing. Like, oh, all of a sudden we're gonna have fucking Bigfoot worlds instead of sea worlds. You know what I mean? And you're gonna have fucking legitimately is what it yes. can, shit can turn into. It's this is now in some people's eyes is a moneymaker. Yeah. They want to be left okay. Let's let's just take this, you know, by the short hairs. What we're looking for is something that, if it exists, wants to be left the hell alone. And yeah. it goes through every measure possible to be left the hell alone. So I think you, me, anybody seems like a pretty sweet dude until you back us in a corner. Fuck and yeah. Yeah, then it gets ugly. Right. So if you back something in a corner and and you go against what it's tried so hard to do, it's it's going to be a fight. And I, I don't want to be part of that. I'd rather just get video evidence, maybe grab a handful of chest hair, you know, <laughs> but I don't want to I don't want to try to be the guy to bring one in. I don't want to yeah. bring a live body in. I don't want to bring a dead body in. Yeah, it'll just, it's no, not dude. my desire. No, because then you turn into, now you'll have, you know, pitchforks and fire trying to try track them down, you know, and that's yeah. the scariest thing is, that's really the reality of it is like the way our society is, man. Like if someone does find like significant evidence and like, I was like, oh, well now people start stalking these things down. Yeah. And that's it's, the saddest part of it. There's always that ultra Rick Jack, rich uh, Jack wagon that wants to be the first one to have one stuffed in his living room too. Yeah. You know? I got a Bigfoot foot around my neck. <laughs> Look at this. <laughs> <laughs> Look at this platter. It's a, it's a, it's a thumbnail. Right? Yeah. Like, God damn. Yeah. Forget it. Oh my God. It's so crazy, man. But it's, it's just, <clears throat> It's hard to say, man. I mean, it's scary because I think I think of a Bigfoot as like they're obviously intelligent motherfuckers. If they exist, they're so fucking intelligent, man. Yeah. Because 
they have been avoided for so many years. Yeah. You yeah. know, and it's almost like the Peterson film, you know, the Gimlin Peterson film is, is almost as is probably the first time they're like, Oh shit, they got technology that can catch us now. So we got to right. get more into hiding. <laughs> yeah. Yep. And that's why, you know, there's, there's a thing I've always resisted. Uh, um, the Patterson and Gimlin film from 67 showed us what we think to be as Bigfoot. Yeah. So you get, I forgot where I was going with that. It was, it was, uh, yeah, see, I lost it. <laughs> you thought I wasn't crazy. No, uh, no, I, I think when people start hunting for it, um, they say that if if we find a Bigfoot, the government will try to protect it. You know, yeah. have these wildlands that you can't get onto. And the problem is the government, if if they find that existence, we ha- the government has to control everything. Yeah, That's just the nature of the beast. Well, it becomes this interesting thing, man, where it's like you find something like that and like, well, then people are like, well, we got to go find a Loch Ness Monster now. Because, you know what I mean? Like, oh, like, yeah. Like it opens up the closet for all the other like weird things that must exist. We just haven't put the effort into it. Adam Davis actually got some audio recordings of something that they didn't recognize in the waters when he was actually looking for a Loch Ness monster. No way. And they saw something that said was moving through the water that seemed a little bit similar to what they've heard. Yeah. And, but they, I mean, you're looking, you're in a boat that only goes so fast. Right. And you're in this humongous body of water and something moves in the distance. Good luck. Yeah. You know, catching it. it and that's the same thing with Bigfoot. You see something moving like me in the Bitterroot, seeing something moving across the rocks. I was so far away. I can't get to that point quick enough to do a damn thing about it. Yeah. And to to go back to what I remember we were talking about when you lost the train of thought was (laughs) I was talking about how maybe it was the first time they identified that we had the technology to record them. Right. And and you were going to say something on that aspect, which was like, I think that was interesting because until then, I don't think anyone really had any footage. And then you have that and that kind of blew up the whole Bigfoot thing. So wait, here's something kind of crazy in the military. One. So if you remember what I was going to say too, so let, let's yeah. hear it. No, let's hear that first. And I'm going to go to this <laughs> because you'll remember yours. Yeah. <laughs> uh, you'll hear the, the, uh, the one thing I've always resisted was you hear the, um, people will say, well, half of it is in the physical world and half of it is in the spiritual world. And they have the ability to, cloak themselves or to vanish for lack of a better term yeah or go into a different dimension so that you can't see them and i i, I want to give you my theory on that yeah yeah because i've heard this because of a lot of the a lot of the natives who believe in this this is the this is something that they've they've really wanted their ideas of it yeah so you've been in your living room and and, and somebody brought this to my attention and it just irritated the crap out of it but if you look at this the scope of the the light that we can see. So you have this huge broad span of, of light that we can see or, or, or uh, visible things. And then we're only in this narrow scope of the colors that we can see. You have IR over here, X-ray over here. You have all this span of, of things that our human eye cannot detect or see. Mm-hmm. So a, a buddy of mine said, have you ever been sitting doing something and out of the corner of your eye, just that, you see something move and you look and it's an empty room. We've all had that. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I have it. I have it quite a bit. Yeah. So he said, 
And his theory, I, I, I wish I could say it like he does, but he said that piece of the retina, as it goes over the eye, there's that magnification that will actually periodically allow you to see other colors in the room. It doesn't mean that they're not there. It means that you cannot see them. He said, so what if there are colors that are in the room next to you, physically in the room or in, the, in your scenery that you have you can't see? I've I've heard of, I've heard of things that you know because like you know you have two D three D yeah and then then they're saying like whether it's forty or five whatever there's things that we will never be able to comprehend on that aspect like visually just never understand never be able to put together and so like is that something they live in right because don't they say somewhere in the Shasta Mountains is supposedly an entry and exit point in the native land talks about that yep. Right, I, I hear all of that, and you know, you and I, I don't know if you're the same way, but I'm a, I'm a flesh and blood. You know, if I poke you right. with a toothpick, you're going to bleed, and that's what I think any animal will do. Right. I have a hard time thinking that there's something that can stand in front of me that I can put my hand through. One hundred percent. I don't, I don't believe that either. But it's also like, you know, in the spiritual sense, they talk about this. Like, okay, well, show me this motherfucker. Oh, but we yeah. can't. Okay, well then I'm going to go try and find this motherfucker. <laughs> you right. Know what I mean? right. It's kind of like the Bermuda Triangle shit, right? Like, oh, these yeah. things are disappearing. Like, all right, there is some shit that's disappearing, which makes it even fucking weirder. You know what I mean? And yeah. then you're like, so, so there's, oh, there's all these unsolved shit, right? This questionable ass shit, dude, that just blows me away. Look up the Philadelphia Project. The Philadelphia, I'm going to type this down right now. Yeah, the Philadelphia Project was the guy that was actually finding a way to put, he made an entire ship disappear. Uh, it's just creepy. And uh, he tried this experiment, and humans were half in and half out of steel walls. He did what? <laughs> Look it up. It's just it, when I when I try to the deeper you get into that, the weirder it gets. But the Philadelphia Project is is uh, God. I wish I was more knowledgeable on the subject matter, but it was um, insane what he was able to do. What he wanted to do was make the perfect um, military weapon that could yeah. vanish on water, simply disappear. And he Jesus. made a, a, a yeah. So so he he got into this where he was molecular. Messing with with oh something. my fucks you fuck with all kinds of shit like that, bro. This was this was a long time ago, and they they actually were they when they got he he actually mixed human flesh with metal. He killed some folks doing this thing. <laughs> and I'm thinking, you fucking think, bro. And so this yeah, <laughs> so this was years and years ago. Can you imagine what the technology that we have well, now well, where dude, they're actually yeah. at? Well, you're now dabbling on the space of fucking all this Mandela effect. Have you heard of this shit? I, oh, I know that you're gonna fucking you, you're gonna spend a day fucking losing yourself in the wormhole of this motherfucker <laughs> because it's exactly on the same lines of some fucking dudes at was it Serta or whatever the hell that intelligence fucking place. They're trying to figure out time and, and space, and they made black matter, and black matter was able to create this fucking wormhole of now multiple different existences. And so, so you start digging deep into the internet, you start finding shit that you remember, but then it's not like you're like, wait the fuck, I don't remember that shit. And so it just starts fucking with you, bro. And you oh, start no. researching, bro. <laughs> I've gone down this wormhole and days and days of like. Holy fuck. And like, so then you start thinking like, is this my reality? Is this your reality? Like what the fuck is going on? Are they, <laughs> dude, it's the wildest fucking shit, but it all starts from that. Like scientific, science, science projects that kind of 
you didn't know what the repercussions were. And all of a sudden now you have potential of potentially, do we do, do we have time travelers start Googling that motherfucker? Uh, it, it just goes, yeah, it fucks my head up, dude. And, and I'm, I'm the guy like, I don't want to believe it, but there's so much shit and it makes me, it fucks with my head. And like, stop thinking, dude, cause you could just fucking ruin yourself. man. you know, boom. Yeah. Oh yeah. Well, dude, here's another thing I want to talk about, dude. It's funny because we're talking about Bigfoots and, and, and then there's the, all these sightings all over and um, some are fake, some you don't know. We don't know what the fuck they are. But there's a cool-ass fucking book that you have to read. And it's a good leadership book. And it's called The Mission, The Men, and Me. Okay. And um, written by, I believe it's an intelligence, an intelligence officer that did some time with the unit, with, with, with Delta, I believe. But really cool. They did this mission like fucking in Europe somewhere. And they're trying to they're trying to set up a diversion for a for a potential fucking like an ambush, and they had to slow a vehicle down. And the only thing they can think of was get a big ass fucking gorilla suit and fucking just run in the street. And they did it, and they fucking distracted them. It all went down, and then later on, it is the only Bigfoot sighting ever in that area. <laughs> so it's this fucking brilliant like fucking thing that just came to, to play. There's they have a gorilla outfit. They're running around trying to fucking create a diversion. It worked, and then years later. Oh yeah, there was a Bigfoot sighting in this area. Nice, nice. <laughs> and then who's to say how many, how many things like that are out there, right? Where a dad yeah. was wanting to scare a friend, and someone right. else on the other end caught it. You know what yeah. I mean? It was like, you know, some dude did that in Montana, got lit up by a couple cars, and killed him. Oh, he fuck. ran across a highway. Yeah, he got killed doing it, running. Fucking people. Best laid plans, right? <laughs> <laughs> well shit man this is awesome please plug anything you want right now tell the people where to go watch your show i'm gonna go i gotta get on the travel channel right now and freaking order this shit because i got rid of all cable so is there any way to watch it digitally yeah uh you go to travel channel go on your phone it's a it's an app um travel channel go if the series or the the episode is played you can pull it up and watch it it eventually awesome. will be on hulu Good. So that you can get on the Travel Channel Go app. You can get straight off a of Travel Channel. And then, um, you know, Sunday night, you can be sitting in front of cable and watch it. The yeah. The episode is tonight. Yeah. And it's called Expedition Bigfoot. Expedition Bigfoot. Yeah. Fucking awesome, man. And where can people find you on social media? RussellAcord.com. Got there my own go. thing there. And then uh, Expedition Bigfoot fan page. It's there. I also have a Russell Acord public figure. On yep. Facebook as well, and I've so, written a couple books. Read them. Yes, you have. You, yes, you, you got yeah, I know. I got it. My, my <laughs> daughter's like, "Can I read them?" Like, yeah, you can read them. Hey, real quick. The other thing I want to say is, where for people that are interested in learning more about Bigfoot, or is there any podcast you recommend? Is there any like resources you recommend that you found to be like, okay, this is pretty valid or legitimate? And then yeah. also, you host yearly, correct, a Bigfoot yep. convention. Is that what it's called? Yeah, it's International Bigfoot Conference in Kennewick, Washington, and it's yeah. always over Labor Day weekend. And I yeah. know that there's some guy from Mayans MC is going to be there. What is his yeah, name? Yeah, what's his name? I think he plays Gilly Gilberto Lopez. I'll be there, dude. Awesome. I'm oh, going to be there. I'm so happy you're going to be there. I appreciate that. Big time. I just got, I just got to be here. I do, look, it interests me. It intrigues me. It's always fun to be a part of something like this because it's the unknown, man. And there's a little bit of child in me that still wants to research it. And so, like, I love the, the community of it, man. Yeah, awesome. I'm so glad you're going to be there. Um, the other podcast that, if you want to hear legit, realistic stories on on podcasts for Bigfoot, is called Sasquatch Chronicles. Yes, I have it, dude. I, I yeah. dude, so good. 
Yeah, Wes is a really good friend of mine. He'll be there on. Uh, he's there every year at good. the International Bigfoot Conference, and he's been doing uh, interviews with me after each show to talk about what the viewer just saw. Bro, I'm gonna have to bring my stuff on my podcast and just interview some of these people. Please, oh, dude. Okay, so we're gonna have Sasquatch Chronicles there. Yes, uh, we're gonna have Bryce with the. Oh God, I can't remember. Uh, Mo- oh, let's see, Monsterland with Ronnie yes. uh, LeBlanc and. Um, Maddie Blake from Curse of Oak Island. Yeah, he's going to be there with his podcast, and then oh, I'm going to get in so much trouble for forgetting Bryce Johnson. He's one of the guys on the uh, Expedition Bigfoot. Yeah, he and Michael McMillan have a podcast. Um, ah, it escapes me. But he. Either way, I'm, gonna, I'm bringing my stuff. Podcast. Heck yeah, bring it because what I'm going to what I want to do is get people. If if you if I get a sponsor, I'm going to tell somebody. Look, if you sponsor. Everybody that's their podcast is going to talk about that you're sponsoring this. Thing. Oh, let's do it. Yeah, for sure. I'll put them in. Yeah. I'll put them in. Heck yeah. All right, brother, man. I appreciate you, bro. Thanks for taking the time today, dude. Man, you're awesome. Good to talk you, to you, and you thanks too. a lot. For talk sure, brother. You. All right, yeah. later. Yeah. And did it more.